Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! All right. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Feeney Call. Yeah. I'm Megan. I'm Skyler. And, and uh, thanks for joining us today. Yeah. So. We're great at intros. Yes. So great. It's, uh, there's no smooth way to... No. Segway in, no. so I whatever. Think we need to probably just, like, one of us has to secretly hit record and wait till we just roll into yes, it. Yes, and, and it'll just naturally happen. Right, right, right. Really, instead of this forced hello. Mm-hmm. You know? Also, I mean... Next time. Next time. All right. Sure. Baby steps. We're you live and you learn. We live and we learn. Uh, today, we're talking about season one, episode five of... The title is Killer Bee. Killer B, mm-hmm. Boy Meets World, season one, episode five. Yes. Killer B. So I'm going to give there us are a no bees. 30 second run. There aren't. You're right. There are no bees in this what episode. An what right. an episode. All right, Megan, 30 second recap. 30 second recap. Ready, set, go. Okay, so Corey has no interest in this geography B that's happening until he learns that the prize is to be the bat boy of the world series. Then he's like, I have to do it. So he convinces Minkus to be cool and then. When Minkus drops out, he convinces Feeney to let him go, and then he's super disappointed when he doesn't win. Also, side plot, Eric is pissed because his parents want to go to the Aerosmith concert, and he is like, no, that's not cool. You can't go. I'm taking my date there. And they're like, fuck you. We're going anyway. We bought tickets. We have third row. Time. That was good. That was pretty good. You got That was really good, I think. I think, think, honestly, you got deeper into the details than, like, than we normally then make we it. Did. It was good. It was it was fast. a it was succinct. It was nice. I've watched well enough episode of Gilmore Girls. I know how to talk fast. I've never watched it. Uh what an I did see a Gilmore Girls musical parody. Okay. And I didn't understand most I'm of the sure. jokes. Yes. <laughs> sure. uh, very, but uh, the people I was sick. with loved it. Okay. So <laughs> So it must have been good. If you have any reference for the show itself, it was enjoyable, okay. uh, from what I understand. Anyway, this is all <laughs> not relevant. Great. So, uh, we just did our 30-second recap. Let's talk about what we can learn from the killer bee over here. Actually, do you want to go first? Because mm-hmm. I went first last time. Sure, I'll go first. Uh, what did we learn this week? This one's tough. It is tough. It's really like just a sitcom-y episode. So here's what... All right. So what I learned, I guess, is that... Uh, or what we all hopefully learned. By the end of this episode, you know, Corey, he's motivated for selfish reason, reasons mm-hmm. to pursue this geography bee. But in the process, he discovers that he actually enjoys what he's learning about. And while he loses the geography B miserably, he gets an A for the first time on a quiz in Feeney's class. And so it, it, this one's just it, this one's a powerful episode, I guess, about education and the incentive to learn. Because Corey initially has no incentive to learn. Yes. And and you know he he gets a C on this quiz and complains that he actually studied for it, right? And but then when he actually tries his hardest because Feeney has a conversation with him where he, you know Corey apologizes for losing Feeney his first place trophy again mm-hmm. uh, and he says I really tried my hardest and Mr. Feeney's like do you really believe that and he says yes I really do I think I tried my hardest and he says great well then you know what we got an A on this quiz so mm-hmm. I believe you too then Feeney says we won and it's really I know sweet. that's so that's sweet so sweet but yeah what so I think it, this episode it's interesting it's about you know, different strokes for different students there and, like, what's going to incentivize the learning process because Corey 
doesn't have a gateway into the material that interests him, but there's an end game, you know, an end result that interests him. And so he really dives headfirst into it. And in that process, he discovers that he is enjoying what he's learning. So finding, finding different access points for different students is, is a valuable tool here as an education professional in some way, you know, and understanding that students learn differently, Mm -hmm. you know, and that they need some different motivation sometimes. And one of my best friends, dad, he's an old, he's a base was, was a baseball coach for many, many years for, you know, little league and so on and so forth. And I love this. It's, this is like small town baseball at its finest. Like, Mm -hmm. but he always uh, and I didn't play baseball for them either. Like I was I was not a part of this. Yeah. This is this is something I learned just by being friends with this with this, this person. He always said some kids need a pat on the back and some kids need a kick in the ass, and that like the best coaches understand like who needs what, what yeah. right? And I'm like that's you know spot on, oh, yeah. spot on motivation for educating young people and understanding their differences because it's not one size fit all. Mm-mm. That's where I'm at with this episode. It's a nice, nice edge. Well, and you know what? Now that I, I say all that too, there's even more little details in this episode about the education system as a whole. Because right off the bat, Corey complains that he studied in the book and the mm-hmm. textbook, and Feeney says, "Well, we, our textbooks are outdated because so the Berlin, outdated." Right. Well, I mean, not so outdated. Yeah, Alaska and Hawaii. Oh, you're right. You're States right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry, I was thinking exclusively of the material as it uh, relates to the Berlin Wall. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I mean, that only happened a few years before this episode would have. But then he mentions... But then he does say... Yeah, Feeney says the textbook says they'll make nice states, and that is from the 50s. (laughs) Right. You're right. Okay. Super outdated textbooks. Yeah, that's like almost 30... Well, from a geography perspective, the entirety of Europe and the Middle East and all of those countries change Uh astronomically between... 1945 and 1991. Yes. You know, like there's so many redrawings of mm-hmm. maps in that timeline. I can't imagine trying to keep up with geography then. Uh, you know, fortunately, geography has remained fairly stable for the yeah. last, I don't know, for my educational upbringing at least. Yes, like we didn't correct. have any giant shifts. We're like, all right, everybody, starting today, it's now one. This country now. is now, yeah, you know. No North there is only anymore. one Dakota or like starting yeah. today, you know, we have this new country that used to be owned by this country, yeah. but you know, like we didn't have any, any giant things like that popping up. So that's a nice little commentary about funding for education and America's valuing mm-hmm. of it, uh, which I have lots of opinions on <laughs> for another, know, for, for another Ted talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What do you, what did you learn in this episode? I Megan? tried to be pretty general as far as what I learned in the episode, uh, just because I wanted to encompass as many subplots as I could. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was more of like, sometimes what you think you want is not what you have, but what you, what comes out of it is still pretty good. Okay. So for example, the A that Corey got, mm-hmm. he wanted to be Bat Boy. He didn't get it, but he still got his first A on mm-hmm. his geography quiz. Kind of same thing along the lines for Feeney. He didn't get that trophy, but he still got a student that is now interested in geography and now mm-hmm. realizes the importance of it. And right, and success there. Yeah. Um, for Eric, it's 
he doesn't want parents who are going to go to this concert and mess up his good time and be he's going to be self-conscious about it. But then Alan is Alan turns off, well, he doesn't turn off the lights. Alan uh, leaves him alone with his girlfriend and basically says, I wish that I had the father that you had, mm-hmm. so don't take me for granted. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Here's some alone time with your girlfriend, mm-hmm. uh, which yeah. is pretty cool. Same thing even for Minkus. He, everyone's like, you need to be cool, trying to convince him that he needs to be cool. And what comes out of it is him saying, well, it was fun while it lasted, but like, I need to be true to myself. And mm-hmm. I, I really do care about my education. This right. is the most important thing to me. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I tried to kind of make it like an overarching. That's good. No, that's good. That's a nice like thematic through line for all those little subplots. Yes. Because I tried to, I mean, that's, when I go through these episodes, a lot of it is me thinking what ties all of these things in together. And right. maybe I shouldn't because I, everyone is doing their own no, thing. No, but I think that, arcs, but... that the, you know, we have our central plot and whatever subplots along the way uh, feed into, into it somehow. It. Mm-hmm. And that's it's good to try. I think that's smart to try to connect them uh, in that capacity. Yes. Yeah. So that was my general nice, yeah. overall. Speaking of uh, Minkus and that little... Let's make Minkus cool subplot. They're real dicks to Minkus in oh, this yeah. episode. Yes. Which is, this is again, like, this is where they shifted. They were friends with Minkus before. Yes. Like, they were kind of like, no, like. They picked on each other a little bit. They tight were... friends. But, like, I don't know, you know, they were chill enough. Yeah. And, like, they made you know, some snide remarks. But in this one, they are just so mean, sn- so mean mm-hmm. to Minkus, you know? They literally like, kidnap him and bring him to Corey's house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, and the. Craziest part and the most, I would say the most terrible part of this episode is when he walks into the house and he looks at Amy and is like, call my mom. Yeah, and she doesn't do anything. She doesn't do anything. (laughs) And he's walking up the stairs and he's spouting out his phone number so she can call and they just don't do anything. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, what mother? And they're right by. I was like, you're going to follow them upstairs and be like, who are you bullying? Yeah. (laughs) What's happening? Right. Because they're they're bullying me, guys. Yeah. So much so. Right. I was a little sad too because earlier Sean's throwing shit at Minkus, you know? And instead of his quick wit from earlier and now he just ow ow, Mm -hmm. instead of snapping back which is to kind of set up the joke obviously for when sean does it later to Corey, and Corey just says ow and so he has become the new main right right it it flows along those lines yes i think we'll get more quick wit from Minkus. we do we do good we get him back yes we we (laughs) i think also it's funny in this episode topanga doesn't make appearance and there's some other girl sitting in front of Corey now And I'm like, they couldn't even get her in this classroom scene, just sitting in that desk that we've now, like, assigned to her. Well, and I decided to make my piece of trivia about, actually, Topanga this time because she's not in this episode, and I thought that was so weird. The night before they started filming, uh, the director called her, director or producer, one of the two, Mm -hmm. called her and was like, just kidding, I've been super impressed by your work, and we're going to bump you up. And so she became Topanga. She was going to, wait, she was going to be here? She was going to be one of the two girls at the beginning of the last episode. Oh, oh, she was going to be the one girl who was doing the little presentation in the last episode. Yes. Okay. He gave her a And then they bumped her up and they're like, no, you're going to be a recurring character. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So that was my trivia for today. Even though Topanga is not actually in this episode. Sure. I've got, I mean, I don't know. This is trivia for, this is just general Boy Meets World trivia, but we're talking Topanga trivia. Do you know the origin of her name? Yes, because they were like, you need to have a name and he was passing by Topanga Canyon. Yeah. He was just in a car on the phone (laughs) passing Topanga Canyon. He said, Topanga, done, fine, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the one. That's whatever. Yeah. Great. Cool. 
I don't know who doesn't know that. That's like a fan of the show at this point. But yes. If you didn't, I have a, there you go. I have a fun fact, actually, that I will reveal later because I don't have all of the details okay. I need to revisit them. But mm-hmm. I actually had a friend who went to college with Topanga. Oh, yeah? With Daniel Fischel? That's fun. Or she she went to like an Ivy League school, didn't she? No? Am I making that up? Okay. I think you were thinking of Emma Watson. Oh, she did. You can buy your way into there now, so it doesn't matter. That's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a couple. That's true. Several thousand dollars you know. will get you there and uh, your parents in prison. Yeah, and then, you know, your parents go to jail. Anyway. Yeah. I'm waiting for, for someone from Boy Meets World or some other sitcom to, right? to stand up and be like, we also bought our child's college admission. This is a little bit of a sidebar, but like, and then we're here. I don't feel very good about, there's this news story right now about the cast of Fuller House and their Kids' Choice Awards, like, acceptance speech. So they won some Kids' Choice Award, and it's, uh, it's like, Candace Cameron Burr and Jodie Sweetin, like, the, the woman that plays Kimmy. Um, I don't know. I don't remember her name. Anyway, it's, like, the three of them accepting this award, right? And they are, like, they're thanking, you know... Kids' Choice Awards and whatever else you do in these speeches. And they say something about, like, and we want to, like, remind everybody that, you know, like, the Fuller House family, like, sticks together through all the good and the bad. And, like, all these seemingly innocuous comments that were very kind of clearly directed towards, yes. like, we stand by Lori Laughlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm saying, I'm like, is that really the message you want to go with? You know. really want to be like, it's fine. We love and support you. Like, if you want to be like, hey, I love you as a human because we've known each other for 30 years, but you made some real bad choices and should definitely go to jail. Yes. Uh, Like, wouldn't get up on national TV and say, like, I support felonies. You're teaching your children what you can do with your money. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. That I was not here for that. I mean, no. Netflix dropped her from the last season, so that's fine. That's um, fine. I mean, and I think honestly, it's not like they were integral to the first whatever. No, three well, I mean, no, she was. She's been around. She also got dropped from um, Hallmark Lifetime, one of those channels that she has like an affiliation with that has done a lot of movies with her. She she's dropped from them in their roster. I think it's interesting while we're talking about college scandal. If you are one of the people who bought your child's way into college, it's on this long list of names that have been exposed, you're probably like, yeah, you're sweating because, like, you know, you got caught and that sucks. But at least someone higher profile than you got caught. Yes. So you are not nationally recognized as such. (laughs) You know, everyone is zeroing in on two people. And you're there's the other another fifty or whatever people, but like you're like, well, at least no one knows my name. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, at least I can right. sleep at night. Yeah, you know, cameras know. trying to break into my exactly. House. Uh, anyway, so we're waiting for anyway. Ben Savage to stand up and no, tell us he that. would never. What are we talking about? I don't even know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I took us way <laughs> down a rabbit hole there. Education. That's important. This episode yes. was about education. Yes. So, and... so it all ties <laughs> Getting back to the root of this episode, it's a wonderful Feeny-Corey relationship episode. Yes. I love the moment Corey's sitting there and there's all these weird teachers are giving their students shoulder massages. Yes. And Feeny like, and Corey look down the line and he's like, are your shoulders tense? And he's like, a little... And Feeney's like, okay, well then you can roll them out. <laughs> do this. 
this and he just starts it's rolling. like it's he's trying so hard to be such a like a supportive mm-hmm. figure but he's like still like but we're still student and teacher mm-hmm. so we're gonna respect that boundary and Corey's not like his all stars so right right it's kind of an awkward experience because he's already so nervous yeah uh, it's it's a good little scene it's nice it's good. I love it. And I just, it makes me so happy. Feeney looks at that blank space on his geography mm-hmm. awards board that we never see again. Never see again. And places Corey's quiz there instead. But also gave me anxiety that a bunch of 11 year olds know way more about everything. Oh, the, like the questions they ask. Yeah. In that ge- I w- so I did a geography B in seventh grade. Yes. Uh, I don't remember any questions from it. I do remember. Darn. I did all right. It wasn't like a regional geography bee. Like, that's the other thing. This doesn't hold up. Corey's in this regional geography bee. It's not how this would have worked. Probably not, no. He would have... No, it certainly would have. You would have had to been... You would have had to win your class geography bee. Yes. Then your school geography bee. Yes. Then you would get sent to a district geography bee. Yes. Like, there's so many steps there's up the a way. There's steps. If we're... Ref- like, geography bees are a little more obscure than a spelling bee, but it's the same kind of process. Like, when you're a kid and you have a spelling bee, your class has a spelling bee. Yes. Then I your grade has a spelling bee. Then the school has a... And it's always, like, you advance as the winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not. Like, I went to, I think, a regional spelling bee. Did you? I went to a I school. I made it to a school spelling bee. I won my class and my grade, and I lost in the school spelling bee. And my, I think this was also in seventh grade. No, this was eighth grade. My English teacher was very disappointed in me because um, I, I got out on third. some stupid. Like it wasn't even a complicated word. I got out on <laughs> a stupid word too. Yeah, whatever it was, I told her, and she was like, "Are you serious?" And I was like, "I just forgot there was two like L's or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> like it was something honestly." Not it was not a complicated word. No. It was just like there were double letters in the middle of it that I just didn't say or something like that. There's so. some tricky words. Yeah. Some tricky words. I don't know. I mean a spelling bee and a geography bee, the interesting thing there is like a spelling bee feels so much easier in my mind than a geography bee. Geography, I feel the questions are can be more broad. They can be more broad. Well if you have a spelling bee you have to if, spell, period. Right. That's well, it. like, it's if like I asked you, if I told you, if I, I say a word that you've never heard before, you can say, great, country of origin, and use it in a sentence, and you get so many context clues yes. to to then, like, you're like, okay, well, I understand the rules of the French language, so this is a, yes. a French word, and you used it in a sentence, and so it's, like, you know, it's this piece of grammar and so like you can break it down yes if you understand all those rules and references mm-hmm. and context clues with a geography be you know if i ask you a question that's to whom do they belong referencing the um what is it the, the that they say in this episode like the, the two the two, the, the two two amount two emotas two emotas uh and you know to whom do the two emotas belong i can't be like yeah, there's no context yeah. clues I can, can you ask use you it for. In a <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, like, there's nothing there that I can try to reference tools. It's just a matter of like I know it or I don't. Yes, that's the additional challenge with a geography B. I think because again, like if there were a math competition, again you understand the tools while you've never seen that problem before. Mm-hmm. I have the tools to work it out. Or, well, I guess with like a history B, it'd be much the same as a geography same B. Same as a geography B. I don't know. Do they do history Bs sort of thing. I don't know. The history, I mean, doesn't really change. Geography just still changes. Right. That's fair. I mean, spelling doesn't. No. Spelling changes. I don't know. It doesn't. Not really. 
the English but language. But the dictionary changes. Right. The English language is kind of fucked. So, like, that. <laughs> that in itself, just a whole. Yeah. Just a whole anyway, I was in a geography B, though, and I remember I did all right. Reflecting now, like, I wasn't really super into geography. There was definitely some kind of incentive that I wanted, though. <laughs> Which is incredible um, to me that uh, such a small. I'm sure it wasn't even the Phillies who were in the... Um, oh, like, what a ridiculous prize series. for the yeah. regional spelling bee. <laughs> yes, for the yeah. regional spelling bee in Philadelphia. You gotta be the bat boy for the not World Series. Not New York, series. not Los Angeles, right. not Chicago. Like, here's some, you know, middle-of-the-line city and a geography bee, and, and that's the prize? And they didn't specify that the Phillies were the ones going to the World Series. Right. I don't know who went to the World Series in 93. Some sports fanatic out there is gonna let yeah. me know, I'm sure. Yeah. But Well, you know what, maybe we could we could... Because Corey does say, like, when he's, like, imagining it, he says, like, who he's giving a bat to. So that informs who the player in the team would have been, right? Listen. Anyway. I am not I'm not a person. I, listen, my, if, if my best friend listens to this podcast this far, he can let me know. Cause yes, there you go. He'll follow up. He'll, if he doesn't know off the top of his head, he would quickly deduce it. My brother. As a baseball do. fan, so. I don't know if he'll make it this far. <laughs> <laughs> if you have, thanks. And I'm also listening to your podcast. So, any other lessons we should talk about or jump to continuity and and problematic or continuity and things like that? Anything? Nothing that I can think of. No. Continuity-wise, that's bothersome. No. I mean, I guess the ge- we to point out the geography board that doesn't really exist in the classroom outside yeah. of this episode. Well, or maybe it does, and they just don't frame it. You know, because like the way the, the classroom is always shot. It's always from like the the back corner yes. facing that way, so they don't pan the camera. I'm making because they want to make it again. look like there are more students. Than yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine desks. You're gonna believe there's nine. Yes. Students. <laughs> anyway, so that's you know maybe it shows up again, maybe it doesn't. Talking about the concert, any continuity? It's there? so funny to me when he walks out of the house and he's like, "Fine, I'm getting tickets for Eric Clapton." Oh yeah. Like, uh, do you want to? <laughs> And he just starts listing all these groups then at, right. at the table, and his mom's like, mm, ours, ours, ours. And he's yeah. like, Tina Turner, and she's like, my, my mother's. mother's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's a nice, fun little uh, music, music history lesson. That's also so fun, I think, just to hear as a music fanatic, because... He is so excited about these bands that Mm -hmm. were popular when his parents were around and even when his grandma was around. Yeah. Yeah. He's still so excited about these bands and still wants to see them live. That's super exciting. And I guess just... Was Aerosmith releasing new music in the mid-90s? Yes. Probably. Aerosmith is... They're like the Rolling Stones. They just keep going. Just keep going. It's true. Jesus, Steven Tyler. You ever seen video of his vocal surgery? It's freaky. It's scary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is... Yeah. Like with it. Oh man, I remember watching it like in a health class in middle yes, school. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't even remember what the context was. Yeah, that. And we were in a health class in middle school, and they showed us this video of Stephen Tyler's Steven surgery. Yes. Ooh, it yeah, was I gross. I don't remember what the context was no. surrounding that, but I told I'm there with you. Yeah, I, yeah. That happened. Yeah, for it was sure. weird. I'm curious at the end of this episode, like, what Alan expects Eric and his girlfriend to do on the couch in the living room. With the lights? Like, well, I mean, I anticipate that he he expects them to probably kiss a little, but he just turned out the light, which was a step too far. Because when he turned out the light and Alan popped his head back around, he was like, not that cool. Right. Eric yeah. 
turns on the light and like shrinks away. Right, from like the they shift to like, other no, sides of the couch. That's absolutely not what he was intending. He wanted you guys to have a moment to like. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna start tearing off your clothes in the middle of your living room. Right. Come on. So he knew that there was a line. He just didn't want the lights to be off because then things could yeah. happen. One thing. Could See if I happen. what I think would have been the cooler dad move, and I don't know that I support this or not, but what like the cool dad would have like tossed Eric the keys and been like, "All right, well have a good night. We'll see you later." You yeah. know and like they disappear wherever they go. It's the only place you can really have privacy when you're a teenager is in a car. Yes. Maybe he didn't want him to have full privacy well, because again, that's now we know that Eric is giving hickeys to all the girls. At and school. that's that's so. a gateway drug to pregnancy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah that's uh, that's hop skipping a jump oh, away yeah, from sure. uh, from two kids and a pack of cigarettes. So God so. forbid anybody sucks on that. I sucked a neck. <laughs> Okay, I sucked a neck. What a good line. What else? I, mean, I don't think there's really any big continuity problems. I don't problems. know what... When they're like, Minkus, be cool, and he shows up in those that outfit. I'm... That's not a <laughs> it, cool no, outfit. Listen, that outfit. That outfit looks like is the whitest of white boys yes. watched an episode of Fresh Prince <laughs> and tried their best. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? Whoever's costuming Boy Meets World did a great job yes. of... He's picking so out like they didn't they what they did was they did a good job of not making Minkus cool in that yes. outfit. They made what Minkus thought was cool. Well, and he said what did he said he watched some show. Says he watched something and that it's like the the degradation of yes. uh, modern entertainment or whatever. And then he says like I'm gonna go watch Beavis and Butthead and everyone fucking cheers again <laughs> like in the last episode. <laughs> and it makes me so mad. Like I don't know what kind of promotional deal they had with Beavis and Butthead. They were like we're gonna just say Beavis and Butthead That's on three times. episodes of Boy Meets World and everyone's gonna cheer for it to yes. boost your guys' ratings. And you have to reference us. Like I don't know what kind of cross promotion shit they were doing here at ABC. But it makes me so mad that Beavis and Butthead was as popular as it was. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't get into a lot of those cartoons, though. I'm not a fan of adult cartoons. There are some that I was into. Just not... Not Beavis and Butthead, obviously. Anyway, I love Minkus's outfit. I think it's exactly what he would have picked for himself, yes. trying to be cool. Correct. I think another little continu- continuity thing in the classroom is whenever they zoom in on what's supposed to be the classroom, then you get into the classroom, like on the outside of the school, they pan mm-hmm. in, you can mm-hmm. see the window, mm-hmm. clear as day. You get into the classroom and there are trees outside the window. Oh, like the, yeah, the crossfading of yes. like where where they're where they presenting are. the classroom uh-huh. as, but... And mm-hmm. there are trees covering a lower window mm-hmm. in most of the episodes, but yeah. they always pan into the clean clear window mm-hmm. i wonder where that school actually is like where they just where they took that stock footage of for their establishing shots somewhere in california probably i'm sure it's not in philadelphia no <laughs> uh, i'm sure it could be i don't know all of like hocus pocus that whole movie is shot on location and that's like that's all those buildings are legitimate and i don't know so maybe abc was into that because they didn't really True. choose Hocus Pocus. Disney did. They don't, they don't, I don't know. This is getting convoluted. They had nothing to do with each <laughs> other. <laughs> Not till... Not till later. Yeah. When they bought ABC. 
like 97 or something. Disney bought ABC in 96. Got it. Just to clarify. No, but were you really a teen show from the late 90s to early 2000s if you did not have an episode where so-and-so goes to Hollywood? Oh, We've yeah. We've got The Sweet right? Life goes to Hollywood. We've got Drake and Josh go to Hollywood. We've got yeah. Eric going to Hollywood. Right, and it happens. Yeah. That happening. All these good trips to Hollywood. Yes. They're great. They're very, they're those are top notch episodes too. Absolutely, because they're the most self aware episodes of any. Yes, like you were just saying about Feeny walking in and right. being like nine deaths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love I love those all of those special episodes because they're so self aware. Yes, and they just like they attack their own so well. Mm-hmm. You know, they they shit on the entirety of making a sitcom. Yes, uh, it's, it's great. Just the ridiculousness. Right, of it's it. so good. Um. Yeah. Anytime there was like a vacation episode, they're great. You yes. Know? Did Saved by the Bell go to... They probably... I have not seen a single episode of Saved by the Bell ever in my life. Wow. That was really Owen Wilson of me. <laughs> um, wow. Seriously. Yeah. It was never something that I got into. You should watch Saved by the Bell. There's some there's some top notch Saved by the Bell. There's also... The thing with Saved by the Bell... This is not a Saved by the Bell podcast. The <laughs> Saved by the Bell was that... Uh, it started off with them in middle school and oh, yeah. not, yeah, it was, it started off with, they were like in, they were like in seventh grade or something. That middle school to high school jump is so prevalent. Well, it's like a totally different show. It's oh, yeah. so, yeah. Cause it starts off and it's very similar to where we're at with Boy Meets World, except less, they spend less time in a house and more time in the school. Mm. I mean, it, Saved by the Bell is like one of the most '90s fucking shows. Yes. Yeah. Ever. Not, it's the it's if you like took a Polaroid of the '90s. Yes. Everything about it, you know, you know, like Casey Kasem radio shit all the time. They go to this cat this diner cafe that's just like it looks like an ad from Nickelodeon, uh, with all like the bright neon triangles yeah. and shit. Mm-hmm. Everything everyone wears looks like something Urban Outfitters would love to sell today. Wow. Um, it is the most snapshot '90s. You should watch it. That's all I'm saying. You should watch. It's all of it is available <laughs> on Hulu? Hulu, I believe. Mm. They have some some good episodes. They have some some smoking, some drinking episodes. There's like a whole drug addiction episode. Wow. It's where Jessie gets like she's like trying really hard to do a million things, and she gets like addicted to Adderall. Basically Adderall. I don't know what they, if, I don't know if they call it Adderall or if it's something else. Of course. There's this whole breakdown scene where she's literally like she loses her shit in her bedroom and Zach's like trying to help her like yeah. stop being addicted to her. It's a it is a quintessential scene. It is textbook a very special episode, as they were called. Okay. Yeah. Do you know that that's what they always called and presented them as? A very special episode? Yeah, whenever like a nineties sitcom did an episode about drugs or drinking or no. Yeah, it was always like a it was always a very special episode was how it was presented. Wow. Yeah, that's why the the drinking episode of Boy Meets World in season five, after Corey and Topanga break up and he yes. starts drinking. Yeah, that was a very special episode. It's one of the oh, only right. ones that is banned from Disney Channel. Yeah, they don't re, they don't that air it. Yeah, they, they don't rerun don't it. it. That the prom one was another very special episode. Yeah. It's all about sex. Anytime they had episodes about sex, drugs, drinking, things like that. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. Yeah, <laughs> they were very special episodes. Was how they would refer to them and introduce them in the TGIF lineup. And now we've got the Secret Life of American Teenager. I don't know, Freeform, as it's called now, is effectively, like, them and the CW are trying to put as many attractive people in as few clothing as they can while still, like, catering to a teen audience. Yeah. 
Who is your MVP of this episode? My MVP of this episode is... You're going to pick Feeny, aren't you? Well, you can pick who you're going <laughs> to pick. Pick who you're going to pick, and I'll pick who I'm going to pick. I would say, actually, my MVP um, is Corey, mm-hmm. which is shocking to me because I never thought that I would right. get to a place where I would have Corey be the MVP. But I think he really did Feels study. Feels kind of rare, but we'll get, we'll get him some more times. Yes. Yeah. But he actually worked his tail off for mm-hmm. this geography bee, and he got an A in the end. It wasn't like it was all for naught. So he really worked hard and figured out that he enjoys studying. It's not a behavior that I think he's going to keep, but mm-hmm. we see him kind of the same as the last episode. If they, we, we can understand and comprehend that these kids are smart. If they just applied themselves, they would yeah. do so yeah. well. And this is him actually applying himself mm-hmm. and he does well on a test. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. I think he does, he does good. And granted yeah. he does it for selfish reasons, but again, mm-hmm. what comes out of it is something pretty good. Yeah, my MVP is Feeney. Uh, I knew it! Well, you know what? It's when it's the last moment when he says, We won. We won. Mm-hmm. It's just it's so nice. You know, it's, I also, the scene where Corey's sitting in the backyard studying and Feeney comes out and Corey says, Did you know that Hawaii was, used to be called oh, the island of Sri Lanka? And, and Feeney, instead along. of being like, Yeah, more I'm your on. teacher, <laughs> and he's like, Oh, really? Tell me more. You know, and that so and like he's like, and do you, do you know that he invented? And Feeney's like, no, don't surprise. Right. Like he does so. He really he lets Corey express his enthusiasm for yes. what he's learned, and a fundamental skill in education is being able to explain what you've learned. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, when I work with kids a lot of times, and I'm work, and they and they've built something, or we're working on a project together, instead of grabbing their project that they've built and being like, oh, I see you did this, 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 and this. I immediately, I I stop myself from analyzing anything they've done, Hmm. even though I can pretty clearly visually see most of the time what they've done. And instead, just ask them, tell me what you've done. Like, tell me about it. Yes. And then like, oh, we did this and this. Oh, well, how did you do this? You know, and ask them these questions because they're understanding of the material is heightened by their ability to express it back to you yes Um, and so that right there is education at its finest Mm -hmm. in that as the educator i understand the concept but if i don't allow you to explain the concept to me then you will not explain it or you will not understand it as deeply as you could and feeney is once again a top-notch teacher. We should keep a tally of how many times Mr. Feeney is the MVP of the You're week. right. We should. We'll go back and check that. And because we'll, we'll keep, a, keep an eye out for it. I think that, yeah, we should just do that. We should keep, we should a, keep a spreadsheet we of who gets MVP. Yeah, we should for sure. Any booms? Nope. All right. We're going four episodes strong. Honestly, Good. now I'm rooting for there to not be mm-hmm. because the more I tally it up, it's like we've had four episodes, so that's mm-hmm. like one in five. Yeah, one in five right. for a boom. Decent. It's a decent. That's a pretty decent st- statistic. So I understand if the boom guy has not been fired. I mean, yet. it's a C. Or yeah. B. I don't know. It depends on your grading scale. Does yes. <laughs> uh, it's a C in grade school. <laughs> yes. Any closing thoughts? No. Spade and neuter your pets. <laughs> Spade and neuter your pets. I'm saying. Class dismissed. <laughs>